When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and thank you for joining us for, for what we're discussing as to whether it's our first blank weekend tripe since the end of the season. We're not too sure. I'm joined by Anthony Vickers and Jonathan Taylor and you probably won't be surprised to hear you were talking managers. Um, Vic, we've just been discussing it in the office and we did it on, the, on our debate blog for premium as to, as to whether there's, there's a sense of urgency required for Borough, whether it's important that you have someone in now or whether at this stage before the players report, whether it's more important, obviously, to to get the right man. What, 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 what's your view on things? Well, obviously, the sooner the better, but uh, it's more important to get a, the right sign-in than to get a quick one. Uh, I think Borough are actually in a, a strong position right now in terms of... Uh, we're, a, we're a big club with a good infrastructure, excellent ground, excellent training facilities, and a financially sound Last time we got rele- relegated, Borough were in a bit of a mess, owed a vast amount of money to the banks and were forced to sell players. Th- this time, they're in a position of strength. They've got a hard core there of, of players who uh, have got championship promotion-winning experience. Uh, and they're financially, they're going to be far and away the strongest team in the division this year. Uh, strong and stable, I think is the soundbite we're all using. Uh, so I think it's a cracking job for, for a manager, which means that I think Borough are kind of, it, it's a buyer's market. There'll be a lot of people interested in this job. And I think people very easily get carried away with the, the betting markets and the usual suspects that get trolled out with every single vacancy in the championship but I think Borough might be in a slightly stronger position than that and I think I'd like to take them to take their time to get the right man for the job the right fit for the club rather than feel like they need to to rush it because people are getting anxious uh, it's only a week since the season's finished and the whole of football is away on holiday right now so I don't think we should be too surprised that it hasn't been concluded immediately that doesn't mean that there isn't work going on behind the scenes that, does, that doesn't mean they're not talking to people and working through what I think could be a decent quality list of candidates so the decent quality list obviously the names that keep cropping up uh, John uh, uh, Gary Monk and Nigel Pearce and the bookies and we got a statement from, from Odds Check earlier this week saying that as far as the bookies are concerned that's things stand at the minute it's a two horse race could there be more to it than that? Yeah it certainly could be Yeah, I mean it was interesting uh, listening to what Ryan Giggs had to say uh, on Friday, he's obviously been the favourite amongst the bookies for both Borough and Sunderland at one stage, and he says that there's been absolutely zero contact, you know, from either club. So that just suggests that yeah, the bookies are are kind of hedging their bets. And and if we remember when Ito Karanka was uh, appointed in 2013, he was a name that was very much on the periphery. He, he was barely being mentioned. It was it was people like Mike Phelan, if I if I recall. So yes, uh, you know, Steve Gibson might have a name up his sleeve that no one um, is kind of. Uh, thought about and how refreshing would that be but equally I think that um, it's safe to say that Gary Monk and Nigel Pearson are two that uh, are on the shortlist and and certainly uh, Steve Gibson wants to know find out a little bit more about them and and, and chat to them, both good candidates you'd have to say as well 
I think Vic is right in that we are in a position of strength, but equally I think there is a danger um, of kind of convincing yourself that too much. Yes, they are in a position of strength, but equally it reminds me of last season when, when Borough kept telling themselves, you know, we're not in the bottom three, we're not in the bottom three, everything's fine, we're still not in the bottom three. Borough are in a position of strength, but equally I, I agree that it's, a, it's now a balancing act. They have to get the right appointment, but equally they can't dawdle either because they've got a massive task on their hands next season. Promotion won't be easy next season. That is the minimum requirement. Obviously, after listening to the chairman's statement, it won't be easy. There's a lot of big clubs after it. A lot of the clubs are after the same amount of players. And for as long as Borough don't have a manager, they won't be progressing on the transfer front or certainly won't be looking and actively get players in. I think there'd be more reason to be worried if all the other teams were appointed managers and Borough weren't. But actually, it looks like there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes, not just at Borough, but other clubs as well. Well, if you look, Sheffield Wednesday have just tied down their manager. Wolves have got a manager this week. Norwich have got a manager. So you're right. But, I mean, it's Leeds and Hull, isn't it, that are still up in the air. But That's equally... And, 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 and Palace. Palace are in the Premier League. But, yeah, I mean, I agree. But I think Borough need to move reasonably quickly. They can't rest on the laurels too much. Um, those managers, you, you touched on the transfer, uh, the transfer market there, and how Borough could potentially be, be, be missing out on, on targets, which we'll touch on, a, on, a, on a bit in a bit. Um, the managers who are on the shortlist, who've who've gone for the job, they, they'll we can assume be working up from their own list at the minute. If I get this job or that job, I want to go for this player or that player. Yeah, I mean that that be part of your your interview procedure, I suppose, that you come in with a plan. You'll have certain players that you know can do a job for you. And that's what you'd do. You'd outline, you know, this is the way we want to play. These are the type of players we need. And here's player X that I've worked with before, and I know he can do a job, and I know he's willing to to come. Players have uh, managers have contacts, just as much as as clubs do and and agents do. They'll have players who they know are available. Uh, if they are uh, not at a club, then they can freely ring up players without being accused of touting anyone. And I'm sure uh, a lot of a lot of managers, when they go into clubs, that's one of their selling points, is that they can take a couple of players with them. And will it work the other way? You know, we, we know that Borough, for example, followed players like Victor Fisher for a yeah, number of years. Yeah, so it, will there be players now who of course, were, who of, were a scout course, yeah. but, I mean, Although football is, is on holiday, the, the, the nuts and bolts of the clubs, of clubs <laughs> remain. And the scouting departments crack on with what they do, which is... You know, work out on what positions need to be strengthened, and if a particular player is becoming available, uh, they they'll be Borough will have been uh, actively scouting the the possibilities of loans from the big clubs next season. They won't be the only one. Every club will do that routinely. Uh, that's not dependent on a manager. Uh, they'll have players who they've followed and know are available, and when the manager comes in, there will probably be a list on his desk of four or five players that they've worked on uh, they've spoke, maybe possibly spoke to agents they'll know what price bracket uh, the, the, a player will be what their personal terms would be uh, whether their agent's willing to talk and one of the first jobs that a manager will do is say yes, that one, that one and that one push, them, push those forward and see, if we, see how far we can get but I don't want him and him I think what Borough do have in their hand if, if you compare the current situation with Sunderland is that Borough, as Vic mentioned, do have a spine of a championship team and we roughly know kind of six or seven players that will play a big part next year. So the entire squad doesn't need ripping up. So if Borough did need to go out and get, you know, 15, 16 players like Sunderland do, for example, I reckon the need to get a manager in place is heightened. 
Borough have a little bit more kind of luxury of that uh, is, is that the team is reasonably settled and yes they will make transfers but it's not as dramatic especially with the window not actually you know open um, what is going to be interesting is if the incoming manager wants to dramatically transform the the blueprint the tactical blueprint of of the club i.e. how he wants his teams to set up because that is something that won't be able to be done overnight. We looked at. We saw that with Steve Agnew. Exactly. I mean, you, you see teams that try and play three-five-two that have just haven't done it in pre-season and struggle to. If Borough are going to dramatically change the way they set up, i.e., play, um, you know, pace and flair and free-flowing football, that's going to take a little little while, and that's when pre-season is going to be crunch. Um, at the minute, I think that squad. You know the, the default is to be very tight at the back and reasonably conservative going forward and nick the odd goal and getting rid of that mindset which obviously we had huge success under Ayesha Granger if if that's what the club want to do that isn't going to be an overnight job that's going to take a long time. We talked about the the kind of list of potential candidates. Gary Monk's name and, and Nigel Pearson's name cropped up. They're both very very different managers and, and very different people just from the outside kind of looking in. I've mean, I've mean, never worked closely with, with either of them. Does that suggest that there isn't one singular type of boss Steve Gibson's looking for? Do you think he'll be entering this summer with an open mind? Well, he set out his requirements, you know, to to play with pace and and, uh, and creativity. Uh, we know that that's been lacking, not just last season. If we're honest, it goes back two or three years, and certainly three or four transfer windows, where we've all sat around and said the same thing. We've identified the places, you know, the the wings, creative midfield, number ten, uh, and that's that's evident within the club. So, I, I think the the criteria for bringing a manager in and, and part of the interview process will be: this is our problem. How would you solve it? And some of that will be personnel, some of that will be tactics, some of that will be about attitude, uh, tempo, and that's that's the the problem that has been posed for the new manager that comes in. It's going to be intriguing because in a, new, in a utopia, ideally, the new manager is going to come in with a style that is attractive on the eye and so a positive style and it'll get positive results. But it'll be intriguing to see where where kind of the line in the sand is drawn here because Borough need to get out of the championship next year. We all know that and, and Steve Gibson knows that. He wants to you know smash the division. Now, to what extent is the chairman... Re- you know, happy to almost sacrifice the style to get the results. Would he prepare, be prepared, for example, to let an incoming manager set a team up like Aitor Karanka did so successfully in the Championship? Or will it say, no, we've had enough of, of the defensive first kind of football. I actually want free-flowing football and it might not get us results straight away. But going forward, that's the blueprint I want. It's interesting to see what you think, really. Yeah, that's that's the, the whole philosophical dilemma at the heart of all football. I mean, every club has to deal with that issue. But I think even more so for Borough at the minute, given given the troubles of last year and the fact but that Borough, it's such common knowledge that the reason Borough went down was because... Borough's advantage in this situation is obviously they have a relatively big transfer budget in the division they're in and a blank canvas. So anyone, any manager that comes in can pretty much not start from scratch, but can actually concretely change what they've got. It's very hard to do that if you come in mid-season. It's very hard to do that if you come into a struggling team and you've got no money. Uh, but So that, that's one of the reasons why I think Borough is such an attractive job, because for someone that comes in with a project and a philosophy and an outlook, 
they probably have more or less all the tools they need at their disposal to do that. But in terms of, of how you approach a game, I mean, I would be perfectly happy to go up with 31-0 wins. Well, I think the thing is, though, you, you, can, you can have the success of the defence last season, but it doesn't have to be such extremes. You, know, yeah. you, can, have, you can have the successful defence of last season, you know, build yourself on the solid foundations... And, and not be absolutely prolific mm. at the other end, but at least offer more than Borough yeah. did this yeah. season. Which kind of makes me think that it's not actually a, a massive kind of rip-up job that needs doing it, it's, it's minor tweaking. And it's going to be interesting because I do agree that, yeah, Borough are in a position of strength, but this changing of a style of play, if that is in the remit that Steve Gibson wants, is going to take time. Now, remember when David Wagner came in at Huddersfield, instantly he tried to change, completely transform their style of, of football. And it was very pretty on the eye in the first season, but I remember it just didn't quite work. It took two seasons to get that drilled down into his players and exactly that every, everyone in the club bought into it. If Borough are wanting to go up next year, as they do, it is going to be a difficult task for someone if they're going to completely change the, the outlook. So doesn't this come back to the first point of, of what you're saying there, is it's crucial that Borough do get someone in sooner rather than later? I, I think so, yeah. I, I, I do think that... Uh, but then... But then would before the players come back, does that make any difference? You can't set about changing the mindset of the players before they report back for pre-season. Yeah, I agree with that. I think as long as you're up and ready to go for pre-season, that, that's the important thing. But just just briefly come back to this this uh, philosophical thing and how the club are going to set out. I, I think sometimes people get carried away with, with uh, semantics. And when the chairman said, we want to smash this league, I don't think he really said... We go, we, we're going to build a style of play where we're winning 4 and 5 nil every And get 110 points. Yeah. He, what he meant was, we're going to be a team that wins and gets straight back up there. Uh, just as last year when he said, we're going to go for it, it didn't mean he was going to play cavalier football with four up front. Uh, smashing the league can be winning 1 nil every week, or it can be uh, not losing games every week and being the team that grinds it out and leads from the front and, and pretty much, you know is the front runner all season in the way that, that Newcastle have been and uh, Burnley have been and in the past Reading were and uh, uh, what you want is a winning style and sometimes it really doesn't matter how how that happens which is why you can interview a wide range of different managers uh, bringing different approaches uh, as long as the end result's the same which is winning games and getting promoted I don't think that really matters Given, given that, given 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 the whole smash the division thing and, and, and the obvious the obvious um, target for Borough next season, there's there's pressure on whoever comes, isn't there? I mean, I mean, go through some of the candidates. You look at Monk, you know, Monk really this year. The, I guess the Leeds fans approached the season with with very little optimism, given what had gone on. You look at even people like Slavisa Jakanovic, Fulham certainly weren't at the front runners. David Wagner, they've punched way above the weight. For whoever comes in. Nigel Pearson was slightly different. I think Derby were expected to challenge. The chances are it, it, it could well be a, a complete new experience for, for whoever comes in in handling that pressure. Yeah, definitely. It will be a pressure job, absolutely. But equally, it's a, it's a very exciting job where, you know, Vic is right at his point at the beginning, where it's very rare that a job like this pops up where you do have 
the opportunity to mould something and you already have a decent enough kind of foundation in place. That's very rare. But yeah, I mean, whoever comes in is expected to battle for the automatic promotion. I mean, the chairman said as much. So that is going to be interesting. And I, it's interesting, we've, we've spoken before about whether experience is therefore the ultimate criteria for whoever's coming in and experience of the championship, the division. Um, now, the names that are being mentioned, I mean, if... Pearson, for example, is as experienced as a club. Monk is less experienced. I wonder where experience does rank in terms of the, the chairman's kind of criteria. But equally, I remember that you made a point in the office, Dom, where if you look at someone like a Wagner, like a, you know, you could argue Rafa Benitez to a, a lesser degree, but certainly in terms of championship terms, yeah, these are inexperienced, inexperienced candidates, aren't they? There's plenty at the top end this year. It does send out mixed messages this season's championship, doesn't it, Vic, in terms of what kind of manager is armed to succeed at that level? Yeah, I think it also says that the, one of the important things in the championship is getting a bit of momentum and a bit of belief and sustaining it. Uh, I think they're the teams that, that uh, actually succeed and teams that are comfortable with their identity. Mm. They know what they're doing and they just get on with it. And it can be very different approaches. I mean, you know, we saw uh, Bournemouth's approach is very different to Burnley, but they're both both sides, both clubs, both sets of fans knew what the DNA of that team was and as long as everyone's singing from the same hymn sheet that's the important thing what we don't want next season is uh, a team to be grinding out 1-0 wins and people in the, in the terraces say well, when are we going to smash it? I say it's hugely exciting though I mean I'm sat here and look, I mean, the fixtures get announced in a couple of weeks don't they we're probably you know, two months away from the start of the season but it's hugely exciting I can't wait to see whoever takes charge of Borough how they go about doing it because it is a perfect job for someone and it is a, it's a club that, that, that deserves to be in the Premier League and has everything set to get back in the Premier League can't wait to see who, who does it it's almost like you're starting a new Championship Manager game where you've got your transfer <laughs> kitty there and it's like go and do it and I think that whoever takes charge has very much got that kind of they'll have that glint in his eye I imagine nothing beats the excitement of starting a new Championship Manager <laughs> cheers for that fellas and just, just a quick one before we wrap up if there's any subjects or anything you want us to cover on, on podcast tour the summer seeing as though we've got many months to fill probably a, a couple of pods a, a week just let us know or tweet us kind of individually or, or at Gazette Borough and we'll, uh, we'll include those over the summer cheers thank you